What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the YG Cast. It is your boy, your host, Young Gospel. How are you guys doing out there? I'm doing awesome, to be honest with you. Um, I'm very excited to be here. Um, it's been kind of hard to record lately, especially because I've been having uh, issues with OBS. I've been having issues with recording. Uh, the whole system has shut down. Sometimes it's not synchronizing my voice correctly. My dog starts going off, but for the most part, the the podcast has been shutting down. So I've been wanting to do an audio version and a video version for Rumble, and I've also been uploading to YouTube. If you guys are interested in those, check those out. Um, I'm doing it because this is what God has placed me placed in my heart to do, and it's not easy. Um, trying to do one of these every week or even one of these every month is super hard. And I know you need to have consistency with your audience. And I do apologize. But believe me, it's one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do. I can guarantee you that if I would be talking about any other topic in the world, it, it, this whole thing would be perfect. But the fact that I'm talking about God, the fact that I'm fasting and I'm praying and I'm constantly uh, rebuking things out of my life and um, I'm on, I'm constantly getting uh, asked for prayer which I'm always happy to do I need my prayer prayer in my life so those of you that are out there um, don't think that because I do a podcast I go to church and I talk about God that it's all you know good over here it's not I'm constantly getting attacked by by the enemy whether it be mentally people um, sometimes my own family members, you know, the Bible does say that the, the Satan will use the closest people to you, uh, that God sends a sword right, um, between mother and father, um, son, you know, the whole sword analogy of that. There's going to be people in your team and your midst that are not going to be for you. I'm sorry. I don't have that scripture up right now, but um, <clears throat> those of you that have listened to the podcast long enough, you get the gist of it. I'm not always going to go perfectly with the Bible, which I should, because that is the proper way of doing it. But I also want this to be a youthful podcast. I don't want you guys to feel like I'm being very preachy and I'm looking for every single scripture. And let me know if that's not okay with you guys and you guys want me to go by the book and have every little scripture up. Everything I say has to be, you know, I have to quote Matthew or Mark, Luke or John. Let me know. That's fine. I can always do that. But <clears throat> let's see if uh, the computer allows me to actually go past 20 minutes because it's about the time where I've been cutting off. But without further ado, let's get into it. I got a sweet little intro now downloaded into the stream deck. So here we go. Young, young gospel, gospel. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yes. Young gospels. Building. My hope is out the ceiling. My hope is that I hope these Christians really do feel me. Mama, I'm a different Christian. I'm on a different path. I took a different mission. The blood, the life. I got the passion of the Christ. Everyone's so hostile. They used to call me T Money, now it's Young Gospel. Don't me to a land you'll never see. It's free, but it takes sincerity. Yeah. Podcast. 
Yes, you guys know all about that intro. That's the intro that I have for the audio version on SoundCloud. Once again, don't forget, I do upload to SoundCloud. That uploads to iTunes or the iStore. Um, that uploads to um, Spotify. And I'm also uploading to YouTube and Rumble. So check me out. There's plenty of platforms where you can look me up. Again, this is a Christian podcast where sometimes I do deviate from talking about Christian um, theology or even direct things from the Bible. Sometimes we talk a little bit about apologetics, sometimes about news around the world, things that are happening to our Christian brothers and sisters around the world. Uh, there was one that I did on the Martyrs of Christ. Go ahead and check that out. There's a lot of people that are dying around the world for the gospel, for the sake of the gospel, because they love the gospel just like we love the gospel. And we know that when we have God on our side, there's nothing to fear. If we have to take this to our death, then let it be so. The Apostle Paul says to die is gain. So we're not going to be afraid of what the man can do to us, what the world can do to us. But we're going to be afraid of what Jesus God himself can do to us because he can take our uh, soul and the world cannot do that. They can take our flesh, but we know that our flesh is going to be taken at some point, whether it be through natural causes or by some freak accident or whenever the Lord calls us. So those are sometimes or not sometimes, but those are the consequences of life. I mean, we we do live in a, a mortal body. We are mortals. We are not immortal. And those are the consequences so also with that note stay safe out there guys um excuse me i just recently got omicron and <clears throat> honestly it was a little tough um i did uh, get yeah i got covid like everybody else i kind of um was in and out uh, of having like a regular colds and flus throughout the years the last two years that i've been home and now i actually got uh covid but nothing crazy i'm right here it felt like a pretty average flu i had to go through the motions i had to get better and now now i feel better i'm a little stuffy i'm a little backed up but it's all right we're gonna do okay because uh, jesus is on our side and we know that with him who can be against us and i'm gonna start this off with um a pretty cool scripture here that i never realized i never knew that we were dealing with a God, little G, a God. Now, what God am I talking about? Am I talking about the God of God, the Lord of Lords, um, the Good Shepherd? Am I talking about the Lion of Judah? No, I'm talking about God with a little G, and we all know him to be Satan. Now, my voice, <clears throat> now my throat is getting really scratchy. Man, it is so tough. It is so tough to do these podcasts. There's always something going on. I'm either needing to cough, sneeze, a dog's barking. As you guys know, though, we got to continue. We can't stop because that would mean that the enemy wins and we're not going to let the enemy win. So this is 2 Corinthians 4, 4. And the Bible says, in their case, speaking about people, the God of this world the God of this world. Now, right here, I thought, wait, I thought Jesus was the God of this world, right? You would think. But another note is that it's actually calling him a God, which this kind of gives a validity to people who say Satan is God. I never would have said that. 
now I guess I could say he is a God with a little G. He says in their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers. So what does what does Satan aim to do? He aims to steal, kill and destroy. But if he can blind your mind, if he can plant the seed of of blindedness or as I like to call it of of um of lies if he can lie to you and make you believe it okay because he's the father of lies then that's where you will start working for him you will start working towards his objective his agenda and we've seen plenty of people now more than ever that are crazy fanatics of a certain political party that are just pro-abortion that are just let everybody uh, get married let everybody have sex out of wedlock let everybody do whatever they want and you're nobody to tell anybody how or what kind of lifestyle to live we see these crazy people that have been lied to in their mind believing the lies and now going forward and actually speaking these lies publicly and it says has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing from seeing what though to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of christ who is the image of god they are blinded from the light my friends um i've seen people like this i've ran into people like this that you're having a an somewhat of an open discussion you can't do this anymore now people are blatantly just telling you to shut up go away they don't want to hear you they don't want to give you a chance of civil discourse they just want you to go and i've seen this now more than ever i've been out there trying to talk to people at the marketplace um, some adults kind of will they'll have a bit more of a discussion with you but some of the younger kids that have been indoctrinated in the college setting which i also have a podcast on youtube uh speaking about how college is our colleges and universities are turning our kids into atheists because they have hired um a lot of um professors that fit their um agenda in which their agenda is to make everybody believe that communism is this great thing to make everybody believe that socialism is this great thing but most importantly to believe that there is no god and that they are the rulers of themselves and that they control their own destiny which is part of satanism that's kind of what satanism teaches satanism doesn't really they masquerade it they they kind of say oh well you know it's not about satan but it's more about yourself it's about what you can do with your own strength and we know that we don't rely on our own strength but going back to the civil discourse you can't really talk to these people anymore. The light is completely gone from inside of them. Some of these people will spit on you. Some of these people will quickly try to humiliate you. They'll get super loud with you. They want to shut you down with violence, not with facts, not with evidence. They want to shut you down with violence. So we have to be very careful, but we can't, we can't uh, be afraid. We can't be afraid because at the end of the day, God has sent us out into a world that's lost, a world where not everybody is going to be added, right? Not everybody's going to come. But at the end of the day, we just offer the invitation. 
we're not the people who you know get the person to come to the party we're just the person inviting the people to the party whoever decides to show up the bible says that god is the one that adds them god is the one that gives the growth we are just um, instruments in his hands people that should be going out all the time people that should not be afraid um, a well-prepared christian who has prepared answers for um many questions should not be afraid to engage the public you shouldn't be afraid to engage people and i try to do this when i'm out i set myself a goal <clears throat> excuse me i tell myself approach one person now i'm not telling you to do this but I, i'm just telling you what i do every day that i go out whether i go to target starbucks um, mcdonald's if i get off because now everybody's doing drive-through um, or, you know, people are just more reluctant to want to talk because of the face mask, because of COVID. And that's another trick that this, that Satan has used. He knows that if we can't talk to people, if people feel reluctant to listen because they're afraid that they might get sick, then most likely you're not going to have their attention for too long. But one person and I wait for the perfect time. Maybe I said, excuse me, because I, you know, my cart was in the way or maybe, you know, I'm in a line about to pay and I'm about to grab something and I see they have something. You always want to choose some commonality to start a conversation with people. You don't want to just blindly approach people and say, hey, do you believe in God? No, don't do it like that. Um, wait for a time where there is some kind of an interaction and then God will put the words in your mouth. But if you are prepared with some of the basic answers for some very basic questions, I guarantee you, you're going to get a long way. Another thing, too, is don't be violent. Treat them with care. Treat them as if you were talking to, you know, a loved one because they should be loved ones. You just don't know them directly. But God says to treat everybody like brothers and sisters because we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. So, again, wait for the perfect time, but also treat them with respect. Treat them with kindness. If you feel like you aren't getting anywhere with them, that's fine. You know, there is a time to retreat and come back to the fort. If there's a something, a question that they hit you with that maybe it's a little bit too hard to answer, just say, hey, you know, I've never thought of that, but I do want to get back to you with an answer because there is an answer for that. There's an answer for everything. Um, and that'll just better prepare you. And maybe you can start having kind of like a top five um questions and answers that people have asked you that maybe um you just weren't you know familiar with maybe somebody <clears throat> hit you with one of those oddball questions where you go wow I, I didn't think of that you know i don't have an answer for that maybe it's maybe it's an apologetics question maybe it's not directly correlated with the bible but maybe it has to do with apologetics which in this case again i always recommend uh listening to dr frank turek for good apologetics, I always recommend listening to, um, um, there's a lot of them. Doctor, uh, actually, he's a cold case homicide detective, J. Warner Wallace, just read an awesome, awesome book. And I actually should have all these books right here because I have them all. Um, Greg Kokel, I believe that it's like a book that is called Tactics. It actually teaches you how to approach people, you know, kind of how to start those conversations and also some really good answers for some questions that they may have. But maybe it's an apologi apologetics questions and, and you don't have the answer to right then and there. And that's OK. But I try to 
at least engage <clears throat> with one person, um, whether it's, you know, actually talking to them directly or maybe it's just like kind of saying, hey, you know, God bless you. Uh, you know, maybe if they let you cut in line or maybe they're like, hey, you go in front of me or, you know, whatever it may be. I always thank them and I always try to bless them uh, with the word of God. And again, if we all do this, can you imagine? I don't know how many Christians there is. I haven't looked up the answer, but can you imagine if all of us did that with at least one person? in our lives one person every time we went out it doesn't have to be a long conversation it could just be something very short and sweet maybe you can you know tie it into you know the illness you can tie it into like how we're doing or maybe somebody in their family might need a prayer you can bring a prayer request back to the church you can give them your instagram handles you can give them your facebook handles if you're still using it i don't use facebook but personally i just think it's a bunch of gossip and trash i don't really like it but i get it some people need it um because they are using it for the right things um instagram is another one that you know, i really believe every it's all trash guys it's all trash you'll you'll end up watching stuff you don't you shouldn't be watching um because the flesh is weak a and honestly you know i don't know one person that you know hasn't you know probably used it or saw something they didn't want to see you know because there's so many images popping up at one time and if you know if you're not filtering all those things and hitting like on the things you want to see and dislike on the things you don't want to see then it's just going to keep feeding you trash but anyway maybe you can give them your handles and you guys can have a conversation or maybe you can answer that tough question by you know a private message and saying hey I ran into you at the store. I ran into you here. Just want to let you know this is the answer to your question. If you have any follow-up questions, please let me know. Maybe you can have some uh, business cards ready with your church. You know, passing out tracks. You'd be surprised, guys. You'd be surprised how many people want to go to a church and don't because they don't know anybody there. And it's always with, with human beings, we always go with what is more um, <clears throat> not just comfortable but... Um, familiar so if you're familiar with somebody and somebody's familiar with you and you guys you know start a friendship they're always going to want to come because uh everybody wants to be a part of something and honestly now more than ever god is calling his people god is calling a lot of people out of the woodwork a lot of people that were on the fence look I said it before and I said this years ago and it probably didn't come off right, but we needed an oppressor. And I know that the enemy was oppressing a lot of people on individual levels. It was always like mentally you were being oppressed. So then you would individually go seek help. But now the whole world's being oppressed. We're being oppressed by our governments. We're being oppressed um, by our governors were being oppressed by people were were being marginalized were being ostracized and to be honest with you there's so many people being called to the lord because they're seeing the truth and not everybody sees this truth because some people don't have any light in them it goes back to this passage because the god of this world right satan the god of this world has blinded them he has lied to them he has sowed a seed of lies in their brain and they cannot get past it 
sometimes there'll be breakthroughs you should always pray for people you should always be fasting just to be strong when you do come against somebody who's probably been practicing witchcraft somebody who's uh, been practicing santeria somebody who's been practicing just other pagan traditions that you know they're offering certain things to their gods so again always be in prayer always be in fasting um this is the only scripture that I have today because I want to talk about one other thing. And this is going back to he has blinded them. Some of the ideas that I'm seeing now online, guys, are probably some of the worst ideas I've ever seen in my lifetime. I mean, I've heard of some dumb things, some dumb things, but this one tops all of them. And let me pull this up. <clears throat> Sorry, guys, I'm going through a lot over here with the whole um, here it is. Well, there it was. Here we go. So this was written by this gentleman by the name of Joe Matthews, and he wrote this article called California should abolish parenthood in the name of equity. You guys, we're seeing the worst ideas. But again, these people have been blinded, and I guarantee this this guy probably doesn't have any kids. I can assure you that probably. Um, he wrote, the, this is January 16, 2022. So this is, this is this year. But look at what he says. Okay. And I'm not going to read it all. But look, father and mothers here. Let, let, let me highlight this. Okay. And then I'm going to give you his wannabe simple solution to, uh, to this problem. Okay. And again, my system, of course, decides to act the slowest now, but here we go. Fathers and mothers with greater wealth, education, or other resources are more likely to transfer these advantages to their children. So not doing good and having a good job and having a little bit of money in the bank, it's an advantage, right? Compounding privilege over generations. As a result, children of less advantaged parents face an uphill struggle so if you're less advantaged it's such an uphill struggle it's so hard to get in the line of the social security office and ask for food stamps it is so hard to file for unemployment and have you know the biggest check you've ever received in your life because i've never received those big checks in my life when i was on unemployment so it is such an uphill struggle. Social mobility has stalled and democracy has been corrupted. More Californians are giving up on the dream. A recent public policy Institute of California poll founded declining belief in the notion that you can get ahead through hard work. We're breeding lazy people. That's basically what it is. Every immigrant, every person that comes from Latin America knows that if you work hard, you're going to get ahead. This is no questions asked. We know this. There's no big secret. Our forefathers, our parents, our grandparents, they all came up in this way. They came with nothing but a but a bag of of old clothes and a dream and they were able to make pretty well of themselves and now we're gonna make even better because now they're setting us up with an opportunity that they didn't have they came here to work there was really no educational system here for them but it's okay because what they had to fight for they passed on to us which is a hard work ethic not be afraid 
and continue your dream and you can be whatever you want to be. And I still believe that's an American dream and an American value. If you come to this country and you work hard for what you want and you don't step on people and you don't act like a snake and you don't betray people, you're going to make it far in life. And I'm not talking about money because I know people with money do step on people. But believe me, everything comes back to you. So you need to be careful. But we still believe in this dream. This is the American dream. And he's saying that it's no longer confided and people don't trust in it anymore, which I do not believe. And here he says, my simple solution. And while we wait for legislation to pass, he says, we can act now. The rich should give up their children to the poor and the poor should give their children to the rich. Homeowners might swap children with their homeless neighbors. Look, if you're saying we should, the rich should give their kids to the poor. Now they're at a disadvantage according to your logic. So now you're going to put kids at a disadvantage because they grew up in a household that had milk and eggs and probably an extra car. I mean, come on, man. Don't don't be stupid here, Mr. Matthews. Take this crap back, man. Honestly, when I keep seeing stuff like this, uh, I'm going to br- I'm going to bring it out to light, man, because the Bible does say that we need to call you guys out for what you are. Now, these are very, very bad ideas, and I think you need to apologize apologize to the people because your logic does not make any sense you're talking about children most children don't even know they're at an advantage or at a disadvantage we grew up poor i didn't even realize i was poor until i got a lot older until i was about 18 19 and then i looked back on my life and i was like yeah you know we didn't have everything but we were happy Okay, there's people in other countries that don't have anything. Third world countries, the kids don't have anything, but go to those places. And those are the happiest kids you've ever seen in your life. Because sometimes here in America, kids have too many options. And I'm talking about all kids. For Christmas, there's so many charities that give out so many toys. I'm I'm a part of a, a charity too where I give and I give good gifts. So the kids that get my gifts, I know they're getting good gifts. Sometimes they're even getting better gifts than what I give my own kids because it is my civil duty to give back now that I'm at a different part of my life. Now, I'm not saying that I'm wealthy. Definitely, I'm not rich. I'm rich in spirit. I'm rich in health. I'm rich in Christ, but I'm not rich on earthly economical standards by the standards of the world so don't be dumb here man honestly this really got me mad um i have kids don't be a fool don't get fooled by people like this because he by based on his logic you're just putting other kids at a disadvantage and somehow these poor kids should grow up man if i was poor and you told me to go over to a family even though they were wealthy I love my parents. I would rather be poor with the people that I love than be rich with people that I don't even know or that maybe later they will abuse me or that maybe later, you know, God knows what they would do to me. Why would I be a part with with a family who doesn't even know who I am? How do I know that those people are going to treat me right? Don't be an idiot, Joe Matthews. Take it back. Write something. Write some kind of an apology. You're an apology to the parents and the kids, man. I don't know what you're trying to pull here. I don't know what fast little little fast scheme you're trying to pull here. But I'm going to tell you what. You're going to get exposed. I'm exposing you right now. And to be honest with you, I don't like it. 
take it back. This isn't me threatening you in any way. Nothing like that. I never call. I've never called and never will call for any type of violence on anybody. I will pray for you. And um, that's as best as I can do. I say take it back, though, man, because you've offended a lot of people with this. So anyway, that's that. I just want to let all my Christian brothers and sisters know that there is people out here with very dumb ideas. And this is one of them. Now, you can go back and you can read all this. And he goes into, you know, Socrates and, and some of those, you know, beliefs of the Roman Empire and all that. We're, we're, we're not we're not going to buy into that, uh, Mr. Matthews. So take it back and apologize, man. That's not cool. What you're saying is not cool. You don't even understand what you're saying by your logic. You would just be putting other kids at a disadvantage. And then you're saying to give kids to the to the homeless what are the homeless gonna do are they gonna abuse them sell them into sexual slavery because they because the homeless people want to get high on meth or they want more heroin so here's a little girl that they can just sell over to the child trafficking people you are let's just say like this wait till you i hope you don't have kids and and if you do i hope you didn't give them up because that would be sad and if your kids if you ever have kids which i pray to god that he that you don't have kids you you don't deserve to have them a person with this these thoughts and this mentality should never have kids but if you do and they read this one day like i said man take it back apologize don't be stupid don't be an idiot we don't care for your thoughts keep them to yourself okay and this is coming from a person of color so i have every right to tell you that don't forget it Anyway, um, so let's just finish reading this off. And that was just me tying into the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Um, sorry, it was me tying into the he has blinded the minds, dude. He has blinded the minds of so many people. It is sad. So here it says for let me highlight it. It says for what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord with ourselves as your servants for Jesus sake. So, again, we're not professing ourselves. We're not building ourselves up more than we are. We're instruments in the hands of God and we're servants. Right. Just like Jesus came not to not to be served, but to serve. That's what we should do, too. That's the model. Be a servant to your neighbor for God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge to the of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ let the light shine out of darkness some of us um, have been in darkness some of us have lived in darkness some of us have come out of darkness because Jesus has called us out of that darkness and I'm gonna tell you guys something right now um, I my life was pretty dark and I think I gave a small testimony about my life and um, there was a lot of dark patches and I just needed that one person to come and talk to me. <clears throat> and um, it was a seed that was planted. I, you know, I later accepted it, uh, accepted Christianity a lot easier because I had this conversation with this one individual. And um, I was fortunate enough to be invited to a church and that, you know, the rest was history. God did the rest, you know, but he set up. The, the the gentleman the the gentleman that talked to me at that rave he set up 
um, kind of a pillow, if you will, for the next person to come and talk to me. Because once the next person had come and talked to me, I had such a great encounter with this gentleman at a very low time of my life that I was like, oh, hey, what's up? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I know about that. I know about this. And and um, so, again, some of us are just going to plant the seed. Some of us come by and water the seed. But God is the one that gives the growth. So um, this was a short podcast. Uh, sorry, didn't go further than uh, than expected. Um, I really wanted to cover this topic with uh, Satan being called God in the Bible. Little G, of course, uh, wanted to cover the whole Joe Matthews thing about, you know, his little ideas of um, getting rid of parenthood, which I think are very stupid. And um, also just closing it up with um, with Happy New Year's. You know, I know we're already Happy New Year. I know we're already uh, well past the new year. We're on the uh, today's the 18th, but I still want to tell you guys Happy New Year. Uh, many blessings. I love you guys. I always pray for people that are listening to me, um, and I hope you're praying for others too because that's how we all got here. Somebody prayed for us. Somebody called God uh, for us. Somebody put our name out there to God for us. And um, this none of this is done by our own accord. We are all brought in. We are all brought in by somebody who prayed for us, somebody who cared enough to pray for us, somebody who cared enough to talk to us. And that's what I ask you guys all to do. Go out and talk to somebody. Don't be afraid. Try to talk to one person every time you go out, even if it's a short conversation, even if it's just, you know, um, I hope you're doing good. If you need any prayer, let me know. Um, it doesn't have to be necessarily a long conversation, but you never know. Some people do need prayer and you could always say, hey, you know, I'm not no commitment here. Just give me your name. What is it to show me to pray for? And that's it. And here's my Instagram. And if you decide to follow me, there it is. I'm not asking nothing from you besides just your name and your petition. So anyway, guys, uh, thank you guys again. Thank you. I'm going to try to do my best to do more of these. OBS has not been acting up has been acting up i uninstalled it reinstalled it it looks like it's acting fine now i'm about 33 34 minutes in and honestly it was shutting off at 20 minutes so it looks like we probably got a fix which i'm very happy for because i've invested a lot of money in a lot of this equipment and i'm gonna try to get a better backdrop right now this is just you know it is what it is it's a very um how can I tell you? It's very organic because it's exactly what's behind me. So um, love you guys in Jesus name. I'll pray for all of you guys. If you guys need to reach me or you need prayer, remember YG uh, gospel at gmail.com. That's YG gospel at gmail.com. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Rumble. Now these will be up uh, loaded to Rumble. Also, I'm out. Love you. Young, young gospel, gospel. I got you. I got you. I got you. Young gospels podcast. Hope is in the building. Hope is out the ceiling. My hope is that I hope these Christians really do feel me, Mama. I'm a different Christian. I'm on a different path, I took a different mission The blood, the life, I got the passion of the Christ Everyone's so hostile, 
They used to call me T Money, now it's Young Gospel. Go with me to a land you'll never see. It's free, but it's sex and serenity. Yeah, Gospels. Ah, yeah.